0: Welcome, everybody, at another episode of the Wrestling of the World Podcast. If you're enjoying your day, sweet. If not, what the hell ever. I'm not going to take too much for the intro because it's Friday, and that means it's time to talk about the WWE Draft. Bonus episode, I'm going to go through everything based on Wikipedia, so I'm going to go Night 1, Night 1 Supplemental, Night 2, the supplemental there, free agents, and then wrestlers that were not drafted. So, let's go through all these. I'm going to give my thoughts on all of the stuff that went down... Just within the last week of this wwe draft so first off the first picks for smackdown they got the bloodline being roman reigns solo sokoa and paul heyman which means that the undisputed wwe universal championship will now be smackdown exclusive and the new world heavyweight championship will be exclusive for the raw brand now i know i've discussed this when the big old belts return episode that i uploaded last week saying that this means that the belt can no longer be under the label undisputed because we're going to have a second world title. And plus, the title is going to be exclusive to one brand, so can't be undisputed anymore. It makes you wonder still, are they still going to keep having Roman carry around two belts? What are they going to do involving all that? We'll have to wait and see. Raw is going to get Cody Rhodes. So that means his story is not going to get the proper conclusion unless they pick it up next year. So who knows what they're going to do with Cody following this. Now, the next one, they actually have a jump. They have Bianca Belair going from Raw over to SmackDown. Now, at this point, she is the Raw Women's Champion. She's going to be defending that championship uh, against, uh, I think it's Io Sky. Yeah, against Io Sky Backlash. And we'll get to Io in a bit, but hopefully, this is most likely going to mean we're going to see belt swapping coming up next week. It's just about a guarantee. Uh, Raw is gonna keep Becky Lynch, not surprising there. The Street Profits have jumped ship over to SmackDown, which should have been obvious because Montez Ford and Bianca Belair are married in real life, so they're gonna be on the same brand. Imperium is going from SmackDown to Raw, which means the Intercontinental Championship is changing brands and all this. So, Gunther is gonna cut more promos, talk about this great spot, except on the Raw brand. Uh, Edge is going from Raw back to SmackDown gonna be kind of weird seeing him on Smackdown without Tony Chimmel there doing the intro like he or his entrance like we always saw uh Matt Riddle is staying on Raw the modern day naked Midian uh Bobby Lashley is going over to Smackdown I believe it was either the wrestling flashback or the tab out corner made a video revealing that Lashley has not had a match on Smackdown in a long long time so we're gonna finally see him back on the brand that he originated on Drew McIntyre is going from Smackdown to Raw if he stays put Anybody who knows about the Backstage stuff, they know about what that's a reference to. SmackDown also scored a big one when the entire OC was drafted from Raw to SmackDown AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, and Mitchin, aka Mia Yim. And AJ is now back on television, so who knows how the OC is going to be running rampantly over on SmackDown. The Miz is staying over on Raw. All three members of Damage Control are going from Raw to SmackDown Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Sky. So no matter what, a SmackDown female wrestler is going to walk out of Backlash with the Raw Women's Championship, whether it be Io or Bianca. Shinsuke is going from SmackDown to Raw. The NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, Alba Fire and Isla Dawn, are going from NXT up to SmackDown. And the NXT Women's Champion, Indy Harwell, is going from NXT to Raw. So, maybe by the time this episode is up, both titles have changed hands again. I'm recording this on a Tuesday morning. Who knows, like, what the status is going to be with those titles or the belts or anything like that. Now, this SmackDown got a lot of people getting drafted up to the shows. Like, for over to SmackDown. Like, holy cow. I mean, the bloodline is going to be kind of obvious with Roman Reigns. Because if they put him back over on Raw, well, then you got to change the strap color of the Universal Championship belt again. Cody... It's just kind of expect they're trying to make him as still a Z-top guy, or at least one of the top guys. So they're going to have him on Raw. So yeah, Cody being drafted Raw, it's not a surprise. Uh, Bianca Belair going to SmackDown again. We're just getting flashbacks now with how the women's championships were handled with Charlotte and Becky like a little while back. Becky staying on Raw. I'm not really surprised. And again, Street Profits, it's bound to happen because Bianca... And like I said, Bianca and Montez Ford. The Intercontinental Championship going to Raw? I'm kind of curious how they're going to book that. Because we know Gunther has been booked insanely strong being over on SmackDown as a champion. Edge being home on SmackDown makes sense. Matt Riddle being on Raw? I, I don't want to see Matt Riddle ever again. Okay, the guy is damn close to being completely naked Midian. Lashley going to SmackDown, back home where he started. Drew McIntyre, I think we're still all still concerned. Is Drew McIntyre is even going to stick around. Because there's still rumors that he could be leaving the company because he's unhappy. The OC being there, it's like four people all in one for one big draft. Who not so the OC is going to be. The Miz being on Raw, I don't care about The Miz. He's been around forever. I just don't care. Damage control, I think people were expecting this group to actually split up. But surprisingly not. Uh, Shinsuke being over on Raw? I don't know if... It just doesn't feel like no matter what brand, he's really going to get anywhere. And then the NXT talent being called up. I really don't know anything about them because I don't watch NXT, but... Who knows how that's going to go along. Now you get to the supplemental draft picks that were made during the SmackDown lowdown after SmackDown was done. Well, later the next day, but you know what I mean. Uh, Apollo Crews is coming from NXT back to Monday Night Raw. I mean, I don't know what he's done down in NXT, but... Seeing how his track record's been on Raw, I'm not anticipating anything. Candice Ray sticking, staying put on Raw, alright. Uh, Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville are gonna be on Raw, so Sonya Deville is the one being drafted from SmackDown and Chelsea's still sticking on Raw. I mean, great, right, we're gonna get the yelling Karens. Dexter Loomis is staying on Raw, so maybe we're gonna see the on-screen full-time reunion of Dexter and Indy going forward. Hiro staying on SmackDown, don't care. Uh, J.D. McDonough, I honestly don't know anything about him, but he's going from NXT to Raw. Lexi Evans is sticking on SmackDown. She'll probably turn between face and heel again. Maximum male models, they're both, all of them are staying on Raw. I don't care about that gimmick. Natalia is going from SmackDown to Raw. I don't care about Natalia either. Again, she's also been around there forever, hasn't done anything relevant in years. The Viking Raiders are jumping ship from SmackDown to Raw. And Zoe Stark is coming up from NXT to Raw. But again, I don't know anything about Zoe Stark either. Uh, Night two. Now we got a gigantic amount of drafts here. Uh, Rhea Ripley. She was, for some reason, still uh, being listed as part of Raw. And she's staying on Raw despite being SmackDown Women's Champion. And she's going up against Selena Vega at Backlash. So, yeah, it seems like we're going to have the belt swapping. Because you really, no disrespect to to Selena Vega. But do you really see her beating Rhea? I honestly don't. Austin Theory is taking the United States Championship from Raw to SmackDown. We expected that. Title swapping for brands there. Seth Rollins, he's staying on Raw. Of course, with Becky there. Makes sense. Charlotte Flair, she's sticking around on SmackDown. I mean, depending on when she's going to come back. And then next thing you know, oh, I want my title rematch. Woo! I guarantee you she's going to do that when she comes back. Uh, Sami Zayn it's coming over to Raw. Kevin Owens still already still being on their brand, so the Undisputed Tag Team Champions will be there. They'll most likely still be jumping between shows, because if you're the Undisputed Tag Team Champions and they're not splitting the belts back up, you can appear on both shows. The Usos are sticking on SmackDown, so the entire bloodline is still together, but who knows, things could crumble at Backlash after the Usos failed to win the Tag Team titles back last week on SmackDown. Just saying. The entire Judgment Day is also still sticking on Raw, so the Judgment Day is not broken up at all. The Latino World Order, all staying on SmackDown as well. And a weird fun fact, I didn't realize until just the past week, uh, Joel Quinn Wilde is the former Zima Ion in TNA. I didn't realize that until I looked it up. Uh, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez, the current WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, are going from SmackDown to Raw. Asuka's going from Raw to SmackDown. Maybe she'll have more success there. The New Day, only being Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods, are jumping from SmackDown over Raw, and the Brawling Roots are staying put on SmackDown completely. Trish has been drafted to Raw, so we may see more of her. Karen Cross and Scarlett are both staying on SmackDown. Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler are going from SmackDown to Raw. Then you got Mr. L.A. Knight sticking around on SmackDown. I think he's a hot commodity at this point in the eyes of the fans, maybe the company itself. Braun Strowman and Ricochet are going from SmackDown over to Raw, so the Bald Brothers are going to be there. Shotzi is staying on SmackDown, which means we've broken up another women's tag team of Natalia and Shotzi. Please, can we ditch the women's tag division already because that's just another tag team thrown away for no reason. Uh, Bronson Reed, he's staying on Raw. I don't know anything about him other than the fact that he makes a lot of goofy faces and it pisses me off. Pretty Deadly. No clue who they are but they're going from NXT to SmackDown. Alpha Academy is sticking put on Raw. Rick Boogs Going from Raw to SmackDown, so that combination of Rick Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura is no more. We're not going to get the electric guitar intros and everything. Katana Trans and Kaden Carter are going from NXT to Raw. So that puts a big question on the NXT Women's Tag Team titles again. Like I said, this is being taped before NXT happens, but still, both teams that are involved with this upcoming match on NXT are both getting drafted to the main roster. And then Cameron Grimes is going from NXT to SmackDown. I honestly don't know much about him. But I mean, I heard there were a lot of people wondering if he's ever getting drafted. Well, now he is. Now the supplemental draft that happened on Raw Talk. Yeah, it just seems like a bunch of random remaining names. Akira Ozawa and Dana Brooke are both staying on Raw. They haven't done much of anything as of late. Emma is going from SmackDown to Raw. Uh, Grayson Waller is going from NXT up to SmackDown. Indus sure, which is Jinder Mahal, Sangha, I'm not sure who Sangha is, and Veer Mahan are going from NXT up to Raw. Please don't make us sit through any of those vignettes again saying Veer Mahan is coming. We saw enough of that. Uh, Johnny Gargano sticking on Raw with his wife, Candice LeRae. I don't care for Gargano, he's got no charisma, I honestly don't care. Will Sotharios, I cannot believe this tag team is still around. Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo, they're sticking around on Raw. I forgot they still existed. Nikki Cross, she's sticking on Raw. Odyssey Jones, don't know who he is, going from NXT to Raw. Pepper Niven's sticking on Raw. Rick Moss, he's going from SmackDown over to Raw, so being with his girlfriend Emma. Tamina's jumping ship from Raw to SmackDown. And then from SmackDown to Raw, you get both Tegan Knox and Zia Lee honestly don't know about either one either because I've barely paid attention to some of the main roster stuff either. Now we got two more sections to quickly cover. We got the free agents and the choices that were not made at all for one reason or another. Now some of these I have to question like I can understand free agents being anybody who's probably got like longevity with the company or even a part-time schedule but let's go through some of these names or these names completely. Baron Corbin I honestly don't know why he's a free agent. I mean, on screen, he's been on a losing streak since JBL pretty much buried him, saying, calling him a turd and saying you can't polish a turd. I know he had a win at a house show against Rick Boots, and the crowd was hot for him and everything, but feels like an odd choice there for Baron to be on both shows. Brock, completely understandable. He was a free agent last time. It works. Cedric Alexander and Sheldon Benjamin... I completely understand for Shelton, because again, longevity, this year he surpassed 20 years since his on-screen main roster debut, and since he's teaming with Cedric Alexander, I can understand that. Dolph, like I said, he's got longevity, so 100% understandable, he's been on the main roster for 18 years, 18 years, Elias being a free agent is kind of odd, Mustafa Ali, also an odd choice there, Omas and MVP, why? Do we really want to see Omos appear randomly on Rawls and SmackDown every week? I'd rather not. Please don't. Then Von Wagner and Zion Quinn, who I have never heard of before, going from NXT to being free agents. Okay. Now one name I saw that surprisingly is not put on there, I know he's on a part-time schedule as well and is dealing with Hollywood, but last time they were doing a draft they listed him as a free agent regardless, and that's John Cena. He's not on this list. I'm rather surprised. I mean, he'll appear from time to time, but to just not even have his name acknowledged is just a little hot. And now you got names that were not part of the draft, and I'm seeing lists of reasons for why they're not put on these lists. Uh, Alexa Bliss, as before the draft, she's part of Raw, but she was not drafted at all because we haven't seen her since the Royal Rumble. Apparently she's was diagnosed with skin cancer, and she's trying to finish getting that taken care of. Hopefully she's okay aliyah she's been inactive since september no known reasons yet biggie also like just like aliyah both on smackdown biggie we don't know when he's gonna return from his neck injury or if it's been over a year hopefully he's all right bray white and How- uncle howdy according to reports they're still on smackdown but why it's been out due to an illness and because of that uncle howdy's been gone too who knows when bray Wyatt's coming back or what's going to be in his future carmella She's still on Raw. She's pregnant. So it's going to be a while before we see her back. Gable Steveson. Still on Raw. Which was the last place he was also drafted to as well last time. But he's now training for the 2024 Olympics. Is he ever going to debut? Uh, Logan Paul. I think he may stay a free agent. He's doing this whole part-time thing. It's whatever. R-Truth. He's still on Raw and out with a torn quadricep muscle. Randy Orton. Who knows when he could be back? By this point, it's been almost a year since he's been gone due to his back injury. He's still part of Raw, but hopefully he comes back. Wishing nothing but the best there. Uh, Bobby Roode, a.k.a. Robert Roode, still on Raw, out due to neck surgery. Hopefully, he's going to be okay, too. Shanky, SmackDown, no known reasons why he's gone. And Tommaso Ciampa, he's out with a hip injury and still on Raw. So, a lot of these names are either they're busy with something, injury... Pregnancy, whatever's going on. But who knows where some of these names will pop up. We're, I mean, we'll know what show they're going to be on when they pop up unless they make an announcement saying, oh, they're here on Raw, but they're a free agent all of a sudden too. Like, I can understand possibly R-Truth being given the free agent listing as well. I mean, why not? I mean, he's, he debuted with the company back in like 2000, and I know he spent time over in TNA as well, but he's got longevity within the business overall. So this... I don't know. The, it still feels flat, involving the draft. I mean, now we know where Roman's gonna be, so that means Raw's gonna get the World Heavyweight Championship belt. But it also makes you wonder who's gonna be champion when Night of Champions happens in Saudi Arabia. I mean, you got plenty of options, like around the Raw brand. But this, I think, it's still just hard to even get invested into this whole draft anyway, because. How often do things get in, how often do you see things get better when a draft happens at all in WWE? I honestly don't. So, I mean, it's just a whatever thing. I if, I just want to get past this. So anyway, that's going to settle up for today, folks. Let me know in the comment section below, what do you guys think about the to- results of the 2023 draft? Like I said, I'm just not hyped because, again, how often does a draft ever lead to anything important? or even renew, rejuvenate interest in the fans? It's just an honest question. So anyway, hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please remember to leave a like, subscribe to the bell turn on if you're listening to this on YouTube, or follow if you're listening to this on any other service that this podcast is available on. And I'll catch you all in the next episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. Like, comment, subscribe. Peace out and good day, everybody.